Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, listeners. It's Friday, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. And this is the Goddess Morning Show, and I am your host, Shannon. Our first article today that we'll be talking about is from mindbodygreen.com, and it came out on February 29th of this year. This is when you are looking for a home cleaner, You might be tempted to run to your nearest drugstore and grab a bottle of all-purpose solution. However, there's another all-purpose tonic that might be right in your kitchen if you're in the mood to try your hand at the DIY approach. Apple cider vinegar is praised as a do-it-all tonic thanks to its plethora of benefits in the wellness space. People use it to rinse their hair, relieve allergies, and even clean the house. Here, learn how this trendy liquid can double as a non-toxic home product. Number one, make an all-purpose kitchen cleaner. Long gone are the days of buying a new cleaner for every kitchen appliance. Thanks to the antibacterial properties of apple cider vinegar, many folks use it to make an all-purpose cleaner. To try it yourself, combine two cups water and half a cup to one cup apple cider vinegar in a spray bottle. Use the solution to clean surfaces throughout your kitchen, including the countertops, microwave, and refrigerator. Don't use it on granite or marble top countertops, though. The acidity of vinegar can ruin the shine of stone, so opt for an all-natural stone cleaner instead. Number two, wipe down your windows. Let's be real. You don't need a bright blue liquid to freshen up a window. A diluted apple cider vinegar solution can get the job done. First, wipe the window with a dry cloth to remove dust. Spritz the window with your all-purpose ACV cleaner, then wipe with a paper towel. Quickly dry the window with a microfiber cloth or dry paper towel to prevent streaking. Number three, remove coffee stains from mugs. If you're an avid drinker of coffee or tea, you know all about these unsightly and inevitable mug stains. Luckily, with a bit of apple cider vinegar, it is possible to get rid of them. Carefully pour equal parts, ACV, and hot water into the mug. Let soak for at least 30 minutes, then scrub with a steel wool pad. For extra cleaning power, you can add some coarse sea salt or baking soda before scrubbing. Freshen up your cutting boards, number four. Cutting boards can harbor a lot of bacteria and odors, especially if you frequently cook at home. So in addition to regularly washing them with hot soapy water, Take it even further by adding apple cider vinegar to the tops of them. Some people like to wipe down their cutting boards with undiluted apple cider vinegar, 
while others prefer to use the diluted solution mentioned above. However, it's worth mentioning that vinegar can naturally stain wood, so use caution if you have wooden cutting boards. Number five, trap fruit flies once and for all. Is your kitchen ridden with fruit flies? Make a quick and easy trap with apple cider vinegar. Pour ACV into a small jar until it's one third full. Add a teaspoon of Castile soap on top, then leave it out on the countertop near your sink or wherever the buggers are hanging out, and the apple cider vinegar will attract the flies while the soap will hold them hostage. And I use this in my potted plants because I have those little gnats that grow in the soil. And so rather than doing away with the soil or using something toxic to kill them, I put the apple cider vinegar with dish soap in it in little um, Tupperware, little tiny Tupperware things inside the potted plant. And it works wonderfully. I also use it in the summer for regular flies and gnats. So I use it for stink bugs too, actually, because in the country where I just lived in Virginia, in the country, we had a lot of stink bugs. And rather than catch them in regular water, I would catch them in um, apple cider vinegar and uh, like a lemony dish soap. And just, you know, basically once the jar got full, I would toss it out into the yard. But the stink bugs, when you catch them in anything else, you know, of course, they make the whole house smell really, really bad. So if you catch them in the apple cider vinegar and a little bit of dish soap, it keeps it from stinking up if you don't have a chance to throw it out right away. Number six, clean the drains. Take a tip from grade school science and clean your drains with baking soda and apple cider vinegar. Pour half a cup baking soda down the drain, then follow with one cup apple cider vinegar. The combo will fizz and foam like a science fair experiment, minus the food coloring. The foam helps break down gunk in drains, and while the baking soda and ACV deodorizes stinky odors. Wait at least 15 minutes, then pour hot water down the drain. This method is commonly used for routine maintenance, but you might have it several times to try if your drains are super clogged. There's just one catch though, never try this after using a commercial drain cleaner as the apple cider vinegar might negatively react with the chemicals. Number seven, scrub the toilet. When it comes to all natural home cleaning, many people use apple cider vinegar as a toilet cleaner. One method is to spray apple cider vinegar in the toilet bowl, let it sit for 15 minutes, then scrub and flush. Alternatively, you can pour half to one cup apple cider vinegar into the bowl instead of spraying it. Some folks like to add a light layer of baking soda to the bowl before scrubbing. Number eight, get rid of mildew and soap scum. While you're cleaning the bathroom, remove mildew and soap scum with apple cider vinegar. You can use it in a diluted spray or cleansing scrub. To make the latter, combine a quarter cup baking soda, one to two tablespoons Castile soap, and a splash of apple cider vinegar. Stir to form a thick paste, then use, this, use to clean the sink, bathtub, and mirror. The bottom line, apple cider vinegar can act as a multi-purpose home cleaning product for a plethora of uses. It doesn't need to replace your other cleaning products, but it, you 
can add it as a compliment. While apple cider vinegar has a strong odor at first, the smell of apple cider vinegar does eventually fade. If you truly can't stand the odor of using it, add a few drops of essential oil to your ACV cleaning solution or paste. It will help. And as with any cleaner, natural or otherwise, always do a spot test before doing a complete clean to make sure you don't have a reaction. And I will say, I also use apple cider vinegar to, um, sometimes I use apple cider vinegar to do my laundry. Other times I use baking soda, but it's really recommended that you use white distilled vinegar instead of apple cider vinegar, but you can use either. Just be aware that if you use apple cider vinegar, it can turn the clothes kind of a dingy color after a while. And that's why a lot of websites recommend the white distilled vinegar. But I use baking soda a lot as well instead of vinegar. I've read that you shouldn't use them both together because combined, not only do they create that foam and, you know, like you remember from science experiments with the volcano, everything pours over the sides, but the combination of the two together breaks down their ability to fight dirt and creates a different chemical altogether than what they originally started out as. Uh, I, I'm not a chemist, so I don't know if that's true or not, and it could be wrong, but I did read that the end result product of them together combined negates their effectiveness as what they have alone as single agents. Okay, and our next article from mindbodygreen.com also is four ways your environment affects your microbiome from an MD. And this article was written by Abby Moore, and it was written February 29th of this year. It says, at this point, we're well-versed in the importance of the gut microbiome. But integrative medicine doctor Amy Shaw, MD, said it's important to remember that the microbiome extends beyond the gut. It is in our skin, in our mouths, and it's even in the environment we live in. During a panel sponsored by Toms of Maine for their new prebiotic personal care line, Shaw asked us four questions about our living environments. The answers can help determine just how healthy your microbiome is or isn't. Number one, do you live with animals or multi-people outside of your nuclear family? Roommate situations aren't always ideal, especially if you're sharing a bathroom, but according to Shaw, living with people outside of your immediate family helps create a healthier microbiome. Pets and young children who tend to track in dirt can have the same effect. The more people or animals you have in your home, the more you're intentionally or unintentionally sharing bacteria, and that's a good thing. Number two, do you avoid antibacterial or harsh cleaning products in your home? Using antibacterial products kills both good and bad bacteria, so it's important to avoid harsh chemicals and antibacterials while cleaning. If you already know this, then you're likely have a healthy microbiome, but this is where living with roommates might not be as beneficial. If your spouse or roommates don't share a similar mindset about gentle cleansing products or simply don't want to invest in natural alternatives, Shaw suggests compromising. At least talk to them about getting rid of antibacterials and not over sanitizing. Number three, do you eat at least five servings of fruits and vegetables per day? 
Although they get less attention, prebiotics may be just as important as probiotics for gut health. Vincent Padre, MD, wrote for MBG, this is because they feed our friendly flora. Without prebiotic nutrients, the healthy bacteria and probiotics would have nothing to attach to and therefore wouldn't flourish. Translated into food, the nutrients become fiber, which helps promote bowel regularity and an overall healthier gut. When it comes to consuming fruits and vegetables, Shaw said at least five servings a day is the marker for a healthy microbiome. Vegetables rich in prebiotics include chicory root, garlic, onions, and legumes, while fruits high in prebiotics include apples and bananas. Number four, do you have plants or foliage at home? Interacting with bacteria that live in and on plants can increase your bacterial biodiversity. If you live in an urban area, houseplants or a terrace herb garden will do the trick. If you live in the countryside, a backyard garden is the way to go. When not properly maintained, home plants or the floor beneath them can become breeding grounds for mold. But when taken care of, there are so many healthy advantages to houseplants, Shaw said, even for stress relief, but also for the microbiome. If you're gardening, be sure to swap chemical fertilizers for organic alternatives. This will help increase biodiversity of the plot, which allows more animals, including you, to benefit from the robust nutrients in the soil. The bottom line, if you answered yes to all four of these questions, your microbiome is healthy. If not, consider making small swaps, like buying air purifying houseplants or washing your hands Tom's of Maine prebiotic bar soap in soft rose, which contains inulin to support good bacteria. Okay, from GreekMythology.com, we have our goddess for the day, and it is Artemis. Artemis is the Olympian goddess of the hunt, the moon, and chastity. In time, she also became associated with childbirth and nature. No more than a few days old, she helped her mother, Leto, give birth to her twin brother, Apollo. Artemis was very protective of her and her priestess's innocence. Consequently, she wasn't very nice when some of them weren't so careful. Even though Plato says that the name Artemis is related to her virginity and the ancient Greek word for unharmed or pure, we now know that its origin is undoubtedly different and possibly even Persian. However, scholars can't agree over its original meaning. Portrayal and symbolism include sculptors, poets, and painters, however, that had no such problems. Artemis is also almost universally depicted as a young, beautiful, and vigorous huntress carrying a quiver with arrows and holding a bow, typically wearing a short, knee-high tunic and often accompanied by some animal, stag, doe, or hunting dogs. As a moon goddess, she is sometimes represented wearing a long robe and crescent moon crown. Her epithets. Homer calls Artemis either the mistress of animals or she of the wild. As a huntress, she is also often referred to as arrow pouring or deer shooting. Just like her brother, she may be occasionally called bright or even more illustrative of her function as a moon goddess torchbringer. All right, our herb for the day is cramps bark, and it comes to us from Annie'sRemedy.com. So, what are the medicinal uses? Mostly, it's used for dysmenorrhea, menopause, menorrhagia, or pregnancy and childbirth. 
Its properties are antispasmodic, astringent, hypotensive, nervine, phytoestrogen, uterine tonic. And what are the parts that are used? And that is the bark. Its constituents include scopoletin, bitter principle, triterpenoid saponins, silicosides, resin, plant acids, including valeric acid, and the tannin arbutin. How to use it. Black haw viburnum prunifolum and cramp bark v opulus act in similar ways and both have a long history of use by native and pioneer women. These herbs help to relax the uterus, which can help prevent miscarriages in pregnancy and to relieve uterine cramps and painful periods. When a threatened miscarriage is due to uterine irritability, antispasmodic herbs such as Jamaican dogwood and cramp bark may be useful as tonic herbs such as raspberry and stargrass, raspberry leaf and stargrass root. These traditional uses are borne out with modern chemical analysis. Both viburnums contain phytochemicals that facilitate uterine relaxation, two of which also work against muscle spasms, and the pain-relieving salicin in the herb is also closely related to aspirin. It is used as tablets, tea, or tincture. Viburnum can be mixed with other herbs such as ginger, motherwort, and or valerian to relieve cramps. Some evidence suggests cramp bark may aggravate tinnitus, not recommended for use with those that have kidney stones. All right. All those Latin words always give me such pain to pronounce. Okay, so crystalearthspirit.com brings us our crystal of the day, and it is Numite. It is called the Sorcerer's Stone. Numite is known as the Sorcerer's Stone, drawing upon the fiery energies of the Earth's core, offering us the gift of inner power, facilitating our journey deep into the psyche, and enhancing clairvoyance. It is a stone of personal magic, enhancing one's good luck, and can be used as powerful meditation stone. Numite is also a very strong protective stone, warding off negative energies. It reinforces the courage needed to be healed and whole. It aids in releasing energies trapped in the subconscious, connected to fear, trauma, and guilt. It's healing channels, healing energy for oneself and for others and it's related to all chakras. All right, in our moon and planetary positions for today, the sun is in Pisces, moon is in Cancer, good old Mercury is in Aquarius, still in retrograde, Venus is in Taurus, Mars in Capricorn, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. All right, from... Oh gosh, it looks like we're not going to have time to get to our ecological article today because we are running out of time, but I will save it for Monday. And we will just real quickly go over our new book release, which is 
The Wisdom Codes, Ancient Words to Rewire Our Brain and Heal Our Hearts by Greg Braden, which comes out May 5th of this year. It says the cutting edge of neurolinguistics meets the spiritual wisdom of the ages in a handbook of keywords that literally rewires our brains. New discoveries in biology and the neurosciences are revealing how the structure of language, the words we think and speak, can actually change the way the neurons in our brains and hearts connect. But our ancestors understood this connection intuitively thousands of years ago. They created specific word patterns to provide comfort, healing, strength, and inner power in difficult times, and they encoded these powerful words in prayers, chants, mantras, hymns, and sacred writings to preserve them for future generations. Now beloved teacher and thought leader Greg Braden cracks the code and puts these powerful words in your hands. Perfect as the pocket guide, a reference for spiritual study, or a gift to someone you love, this egg Elegant, compact book contains wisdom codes that cut to the core of life's greatest tests, most challenging demands, and hardest lessons. You'll find chapters devoted to healing from loss and grief, facing your unspoken fears, finding certainty in the face of uncertain choices, and finding forgiveness, as well as ancient parables that offer a fast track to unraveling life's deepest mysteries. Each wisdom code, distilled from a quote, a scripture passage, or a parable, is accompanied by a brief discussion of what the code means, why it's important, and how to apply it in your life. All right, that's all for today. And as always, if you would like to write in and give us a comment, tip, or suggestion, we will enter you in our weekly giveaway, and you can email that to from asheswerise2 at gmail.com. And if you leave a review for us on whatever platform you're listening to this show on right now, and then email us to let us know you left a review, we will also enter you in the giveaway. And that giveaway is a three-ounce bag of organic, non-GMO herbal tea, custom blended by from asheswerise2.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to subscribe. Have a wonderful day. Blessings and namaste. We will see you again on Monday. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by From Ashes We Rise To.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing. Purchase our handcrafted, custom-blended, organic, non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.